God wants you to have all things good, right? He wants you to have great relationships. He wants you to have a great relationship with him, great relationship with others, uh, great health, fulfillment, purpose, happiness, power to impact lives and unlimited access to his wealth. Welcome to another episode of the Influential Woman podcast. This is Trish Jones and this is the podcast for women about women, empowering and equipping you to rise up and take your place of influence in life and business. My hope is that I will inspire you to share your message and build your business around the thing that you were born to do. Well, hello, everybody. This is episode 26 of the Influential Woman podcast. And uh, today's intro is going to be a little bit longer. Okay, Uh, but bear with me. If you've been frustrated, if you felt like a miserable failure, if you felt like you've got no purpose, if you feel it's 2022 and it's like, come on, I should be further ahead than I am, then I can assure you that today's episode is for you. By the way, if you hear little knocks, it's me hitting my microphone or the iPad or whatever. Um, You know, one of the things that I will just quickly say to you, we got to stop this perfectionism thing, right? I really get irritated by people doing all of this stuff on video and podcasting. And they're like, you know, make sure your hair looks perfect. Sorry, mate, if mine ain't looking too perfect today, just forgive me. Make sure your lipstick's on perfect and make sure that you put on foundation and whatever. Listen, I don't walk around with makeup on a daily basis. You're darn lucky that I put on a bit of lippy, right? So um, all I'm saying is we got to get the job done. And I think that half of our problem, why we are not where we are, is because we're too image conscious. We're focusing too much on what other people might say. And guess what? That person who's going to complain that your hair don't look right and you haven't got any lippy on and why didn't you put any foundation on? You need to tell them to walk and go elsewhere. But for you, I'm speaking to you and I'm saying to you, come on, drop the perfectionism, drop those things that really don't make any difference to somebody else's life and focus on what you want, the things that you are love, you love to do. And uh, basically, I'm just saying nicely, get on with it. Right. And I'm saying that with love. Honestly, hear me now when I say I've been there and hear me now when I say that it really has kept me back and I just had to realise one day, you know, hey, uh, just be just be yourself. You know, normally I would have done, I have to have the perfect intro. I've just taken the view, do you know what? You ain't going to get the perfect intro. I'm just going to get on here, uh, record this podcast and go and eat because my baby girl and husband are hungry. <laughs> and this took a bit of a long time setting up, uh, honestly, and it's probably not perfect. I would lo- love for the lighting not to be in my glasses the way they are and etc etc but hey I'm just going to get on with it so I'm going to read you something that I wrote oh I don't know when it was probably around um, October of last year and uh, I found it the other day and I read it to my daughter and she said to me you have to speak about this and you've got to read it exactly as it is and not change anything so here we go I am going to read this and then we're going to talk about it Uh, I talked about the influential woman success code right Make 1K per day, make 100K in six months, become a millionaire in two years, have multiple streams of income, hustle hard, uh, have the freedom lifestyle, no debt, vacation anywhere, drive the luxury car, up the drive to your big massive mansion. And the question is, how's all this working for you? 
how's all of that working for you and how long have you been chasing all of the above and how far has it got you? Are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Are you making a difference and an impact? Does your life have meaning and are you helping others find meaning in their lives? And I get it. We need money and money isn't evil. I want to make that clear again, right? I get it. We need money and money isn't evil. But Jesus actually said, seek first the kingdom of God, not seek first the money and you'll discover the kingdom and his righteousness. No. And for those of you who might say, ah, she's about to preach. Just listen. You never know what you might learn. And no, I'm not about to preach. (laughs) Right. He said, when you do that, when you seek first my kingdom, all of these other things will be given to you besides. Now, let me just explain to you what God means when he says all. He means all. (laughs) Right. Simple. He means all. All, you know, when we're arguing with somebody and we say, you always do. And what we meant was the last three times or even the last time that happened. But when God says all, he means all, right? So today, you know, even when people talk about kingdom business, it seems to be all about accumulation, right? And I'm not throwing shade. People are entitled to do what they do, right? But what I'm trying to say was God wants you to have all things good, right? He wants you to have great relationships. He wants you to have a great relationship with him, great relationship with others, uh, great health, fulfillment, purpose, happiness, power to impact lives and unlimited access to his wealth. Now, let me ask you this question. If somebody said to you, if your daddy said to you, I'll give you $500,000 or a million and you can do whatever you like with it, but just don't come back and ask me for anything else. You know, you can have that right now. Would you take the million or would you take the view that daddy has enough money? (laughs) Daddy has, sorry, I just kind of got ghetto there. You see what I mean? I just got to be me, right? Daddy's got plenty of money. Why would I just take a million and be done with it so that I can go and have a splashful lifestyle? You don't want to be that like the prodigal son, right? And end up eating out the pig pen. So I'm just saying, If daddy has all the access, why would you just want the million? It just don't make sense. Gary Vaynerchuk, right? He was uh, on a video one day. And uh, if you don't know about who Gary Vaynerchuk is, don't worry about it. And uh, for those of you who do know him and say, my gosh, he's always swearing. Yes, it's true. But he does come up with some golden nuggets. But anyway, somebody said to him, how do you not feel like a failure? And I love the answer that Gary Vaynerchuk does. His response was, we have to redefine success, right? And this is what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how we redefine success for us, right? So that is the end of my intro. Let's talk about this, redefine success. And I want you to think about this. What does success mean to you? So, hey, As I said today, and I'm sorry, I've just done it again. I just keep hitting things on my desk, right? You've heard all the programs where it's all around how much money you can make and let's get to 10,000K months and 15,000K months. And those are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. So please do not misunderstand me that I am not running down uh, making loads of money. My point that I want to make in this episode today is that in chasing the money, we often forget our purpose. I've done it again. Sorry. I'm going to 
keep my hands down, <laughs> right? In chasing the money, we forget our purpose. We forget our reasons why. And we think that money is the reasons why. And I remember years ago being at this seminar in London and a guy called Stephen Pierce was there. And he said, um, put your hands up if you want to make a million dollars. And loads of people around the room put their hands up. And he said, you actually don't want to make a million dollars. And everyone's looking at him like, uh, he said, you want what the million dollars can give you. For example, it might be the car, the house, whatever. But he said, more importantly, it's about making a an impact and a difference. And then you're making money because you're making an impact and a difference rather than chasing the money. And he basically said, stop chasing the money. And so I'm coming to you today to say, stop chasing the money. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I do want to make this clear. We need money, right? Even in terms of doing what I'm doing right now, if you saw the little bit of equipment around me compared to what everybody else might have, we're talking, it's running into thousands, right? When I just think about my laptop, my microphone, the microphone stand, the lighting, I've got two microphones going because I've got one that's going to my phone and another one that's going into my computer, right? Uh, two lights, um, yeah, and everything else that's going. So the thing is, in order to implement our mission, it requires money. And so there's nothing at all wrong with money. But the problem is we have been conditioned, I believe, through, sorry to say, it, the gurus and not even the gurus, um, dare I say it, some ministries, that we think it's all about the money. But when Jesus says, seek first my kingdom, and my righteousness and all of these other things will be given to you. And, and I am going to record another uh, podcast in a minute for Kingdom Switch. So I, I'm not going to elaborate too much on that scripture. And some people might say, well, why are you just giving, you know, half a half a, um, a verse of scripture and you're not going to talk about it even more? Because I suppose what I'm trying to say is there's a God in heaven who wants to take care of you. He already knows what you need. But the problem is, our problem is, my problem is often we won't let God take care of us. Right. And so we don't know what we don't know in terms of what we really, really want, because we don't give ourselves time to sit down. We allow other people to dictate to us what we should want. And so because the big thing is, you know, make loads of money, you know, earn the $1,000 per day, uh, 10K per month, um, get one client at 15, 20, 30, 40, 50K. And again, don't get me wrong, none of those things are bad, but we have to get back to the root of what is causing us not to have um, what we want, what is causing us to feel unfulfilled, what is causing us to to feel like we're not on purpose, right? And um, I, I was in the uh, in our bedroom earlier and I was looking out the window and I actually got really tearful. And let me just give you a little bit of a back history. Back in 2005, I was reading a book called Miles Monroe and I'm getting choked up just saying this, right? Um, I was reading a book called uh, by Miles Monroe called... Um, uh, rediscovering the kingdom and as I was reading it I felt a deep impression come up on me that was this is what I want for you in terms of the foundation of your ministry and your business 
it's taken me a number of years to really understand what it means to seek first the kingdom of God, right? And uh, you'll have to go to my other podcast, Kingdom Switch, to, to find out what I'm talking about. But it's not the praying more and the preaching more and the reading your Bible more and the praying more. Did I just say that already? Yeah, I already said that. Um, uh, so it's taken me a long time to really understand and grasp what it means and and without going into detail it really is talking about culture right and and the way that God does things and we we do things the way that God does things but in doing so we're happy and fulfilled in doing it it's not about spending 55 days a week in church and uh, etc etc but anyway let me come on to what I was uh, talking about when I was in the bedroom and I looked out the window and I said you know God I'm really grateful to you because you knew before I was formed in my mother's womb that I would not be satisfied with the just the preaching, just the going to church. I'm all about the results. I want to see the transformation, right? I want to see people happy. I'm not, there are going to be those who will criticise and I'm not really worried. There are going to be people who are not going to be happy with what I'm going to say I'm not about preaching about sin, although I accept that God doesn't like sin. I would much rather tell you how much God loves you and the life that he has for you. And from that position, (laughs) you do what God wants. And so you are not, this isn't behavior modification. When God changes your life, he changes your life from the inside out. And so you're not trying to do the right thing, as it were. You literally are changed from the inside out because it's like having a child where if your child does something wrong and you explain to them why that behavior isn't acceptable and why it makes you as a parent unhappy, then they realize that that's something that they don't want to do because it makes mommy and daddy happy un- unhappy. But not only that, it is not, it's not going to give them the outcome that they that they they need right that they want so they uh, I, I remember somebody saying you know why didn't Jesus take turn the stones into bread when um, the devil tempted him and said you know um, it, it, what did he say um, did he challenge him and say if you're the son of God uh, turn this uh, um, stone to bread anyway if I've mis- misquoted it don't come after you after me you bible scholars you um, <laughs> but Jesus was hungry right So he would have been fulfilling a legitimate need, but through illegitimate means. And that's often what we do. That is probably the easiest way that I can say that sin is. It's it's fulfilling a legitimate need, but via illegitimate means. So for me, you won't hear me talking about sin, sin, sin all the time, because I'd rather tell you about the goodness and the grace of God and how he wants to fulfill, he wants you to fulfill your life that he's given you. He wants you to experience happiness. He wants you to have the best relationships. He wants you to have money. Did I just say it? I'm going to say it again. He wants you to have money, (laughs) but he doesn't want you to chase the money. He wants you to put first things first. Stephen Covey wrote the book, Seven Habits of Successful People. I believe that's the title, Seven Habits of Successful People. And I believe the first one of the habits is putting first things first, right? And this is what we need to learn to do as people. I'm not even talking about as Christians, as people, first things first. What is your big why? What is it that you want to accomplish? Uh, What is it that you want people to feel when you speak to them, 
right? What is it that you want to feel when somebody speaks to you? Do you, do you like being condemned? Do you like being told that you don't like, they don't like the color of your lipstick? Do you like being told your earrings are too big or too small? Do you like being told your nose is too big? <laughs> we don't like it. So that's why the Bible says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So in your business, think about your big why. Why am I doing this? My story that I have to tell, I want it to impact lives. My story that I want to tell, I want somebody to shortcut their success. I don't want them to go through what I have been through. I'm telling you all of this, right? Because I have gone through what I am telling you. I have not done the videos because I'm worried about certain things, appearances and, you know, uh, equipment not being exactly the way I would like them, etc., etc., etc. I've done all of this and kind of um, held back and got stuck because I've got stuck on the wrong thing. I've got stuck on the appearances and everything else, feeling like an imposter. And I don't want that for you. And you've just got to start, right? You've got to start. And you might say, well, Trish, it takes me a long time in order to do video. It takes me a long time. It took a long time today to set up because I don't do it often enough. I'm just being honest. And this is the reason why I decided to record today. I don't even know whether I'm going to put this video up in full on YouTube. I might just take clips from it. But I wanted to record my podcast and I'm like, hey, whilst you're recording, just put the video on. But the more you do something, the more you put a demand on your gift, the better you are going to be at it. I saw somebody put a comment on YouTube the other day and they said, well, your gifts are God given. And so therefore, you know, why do you have to exercise them? That is just the most foolish thing I have ever heard. Right. An artist gets better and better and better each time they do something. A singer understands which notes are going to really make people move. You know, they, they, they exercise their gift. And yet sometimes, and I'm talking to Christians now, right? Sometimes we think that just because we know who God is, that we're just going to miraculously get everything put on a plate for us. And we don't have to, we, we, we don't have to suffer. We don't have to feel the burn. You, you know, you know what I mean? The burn when you're running and your legs start aching. Uh, not that I know much about that because I don't like running. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? That period when you're doing something, when you're exercising, when you think, I just feel like giving up now. But then you just have to keep running through the burn until you get that extra um, level of energy and you can make it to that finish line and you might even break your own record. We think we don't have to go through the burn. We just think that, you know, God is just going to drop everything from heaven. And that's why we're stuck. And the other reason why we're stuck is because we want to do something and God has already ordained before we were even formed in our mother's womb what it is that he wanted for us, right? Mine is to seek first the kingdom. At 14 years old, I believe it was, I said to my cousin, I blurted out apparently, but the Bible says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these other things will be added to you. And she looked at me and she said, that scripture means more to you than you understand. And one day you're going to understand what that scripture means. And I just forgot it. 2005, when I picked up the book and started reading and heard the Holy Spirit remind me, this is what I want you to um, use the kingdom of God as the basis for your business and your ministry. 
and I had to seek, right? Do you know what the word seek means? It means to pursue, to to research, to look into. I realised that, again, I'd done that. I was like, okay, God, you want me to do this. Tell me what it means. <laughs> and I realised I had to go do some work. I had to go research it until I understood it. And, and I find it interesting, right? When I was at college, sorry, at college. Yeah, I was at college when I did my master's degree at 35. So I was working full time. Uh, so yeah, you people doing your degree and going, oh, this is such hard work. Yeah, you try doing full time. I'm pregnant, <laughs> full time pregnant and working and doing uh, uh, my dissertation, right? But when I was doing my master's degree, I did it all on culture. The whole thing, more or less, was about culture. Our case study was about culture, um, and it was to do with GE, actually. And I never knew just how much I would then use culture in my business and in my ministry. And um, I'm not going to talk about it today because <laughs> this video has gone on for much longer than I intended it to be. And as I said, I've got two hungry people out there waiting for dinner. But I loved the culture part of things. And, and it's about mindset change. I am big on mindset change, which is why I do. I, I'm asking God to give me grace. You know, when people start mentioning stupid things like, oh, your hair, though. Oh, your glasses, though. Oh, your, your lipstick. You haven't got any lipstick on, blah, blah, blah. I get so annoyed because I'm like, wow, why do people have this perception that they think that everybody has to do things the way that they want things to be done? And as I said, it, all it does is it keeps you stuck. And I want to help you get unstuck. I want you to know what your business is and be happy pursuing that business. Yes, to make money, but first and foremost, to uh, fulfill your big why. Why have you started this business? Why do you want to tell your story? What is it about marketing online or helping uh, new mums that that really passions you, pains you, frustrates you? You know, use all of the emotion around that thing that you really want to do. And I am telling you, you'll understand your mission for your cause right? Understand your mission for your cause. If it doesn't passion you, if it doesn't pain you, if it doesn't frustrate you, if at times it doesn't anger you, your why isn't strong enough. And that's when we start chasing the money, when we think it's all about accumulating things, about, you know, getting more money, the bigger car, the bigger house. And then the only testimonials that I see these people giving very often is how much money they made. Listen, if that's all you're going to come and give me, you really are not going to light my fire, right? But don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I don't like money. Trish likes money, right? I don't care who wants to complain. Trish likes money. And lots of it too. Yeah, I like lots of it. But the minute I start making money my mission, I lose sight of my mission. So if you've heard nothing else in terms of what I've said today, just hear this. If you make money your mission, pursuing money your mission, you will lose sight of your mission. Influential women have a mission which goes beyond the money, but it doesn't mean that they don't have money. We're rich, but we're rich in always, not just in one area. God wants you to be rich in wealth. He wants you to be rich in your relationships. He wants you to have really good health. He wants you to have that rich lifestyle. 
but it's got to be grounded in something more than money. It's those desires in your hearts. That's what he wants to fulfill. And the desires, the real desires, I mean, the desires that he put in there, right? So if you've wanted to write that book, go and write that book. If at night you go to bed and it's like, darn, I haven't done that book yet. It's because God is telling you to write that book. If you wanted to start that podcast and you haven't started that podcast yet and you keep going to bed at night, it's like, I didn't record that podcast. Go and do that podcast because it's got what God wants you to do. If you keep saying, I want to do that video, but oh, I'm afraid to go on YouTube, you know, who am I? Who am I? Who was anybody? But we all have to start somewhere. So focus on your mission. Yes, I'm not saying for you to dismiss wealth and money. But just remember that when God says he wants to give you all things, he means all Okay, so that's it for today. As I said, I've got some hungry people waiting out there. So that's the end of today's podcast. And uh, I will see you in the next episode. It breaks my heart, not literally, but it does upset me when I see these women go onto the forums on Facebook and they've spent two grand here, five grand there, 15 grand somewhere else chasing the money. And, you know, if they'd gone, if they if they'd gone and worked in Tesco's, they would have earned more money right, for the number of years that they've been chasing the money, they would have made more money. Tesco's, do you have Tesco's in America? What do you have? Costco, uh, uh, Walmart, whatever, right? You get my drift. Anyway, that's it for today's episode of The Influential Woman. Uh, This is episode 26, and I will see you next time. Okay, ciao for now.